Hey, y'all. Hey, it's your girl, PK, and welcome to the PK Project Podcast. As you know, I spread a little personal and a little business, and today is all about business. I've been in corporate America since the day I stepped out of college. I graduated in 2005. I may be saying my age, but my mom always said I was in college long enough to be a doctor, but that's neither here nor there. All right. So one thing I took away from my last big corporate job that I had that I was at for eight years was story branding. And a lot of people don't know about story branding. It's expensive to get into. If you ever get the opportunity to take story branding at your job, jump on the chance. Uh, I have my notes here. You can't see them. I have a notebook full of notes. And this completely changed my business. Uh, Once I took this three or four day workshop that my job was offering and I just soaked it in for the moment that we started watching because I was just like, oh my God, this applies to me. I can take this with me. It was a $1,500 training and I hope this helps anyone out there who is running any business. If you know, you know, I've been in the cake industry for 20 years and Things have shifted. Things have changed with social media. It's not what it used to be. We used to have a website for everything. Everyone doesn't believe in that anymore. Everybody thinks everyone's on social media, and that's not the case. Uh, My mom isn't someone who has Facebook. You've got people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. They still do business. They are not ordering anything on Instagram or Facebook. They don't like it. Some people don't do online shopping. So I want to tell people to broaden your horizon. And for the people who are just on Instagram, you should be on Facebook. I mean, TikTok. I mean, it's just, there's so many platforms. It's almost like it's not enough. And I like this podcast. You know, I could see all the platforms and I was like, Jesus, I didn't know there was so many, but I'm going to apply to each one to get on because I don't know who's listening and I don't know what works best for a bunch of people. Number one, here is something, this is a tip, which is what I'm giving. Uh, This is really about the perception, and I'll kind of tell you what happened. Once I did the story brand workshop, September of 2018, I was like, wow, I've been the biggest bitch to some of my fans and followers on Instagram and Facebook. I didn't feel like the way I was responding was rude or mean because that's just how I respond to everything, but... I also had to remember that these people don't know me in everyday life and people are going to read it how they want to read it. But then again, I also had to take some sort of responsibility because all these, I I was the common denominator. I can't blame all these people like you're reading it wrong. No, I had to take some sort of accountability and responsibility. And once I took this workshop, I was like, okay, hi, the problem is me. And the way I'm responding. So I know that I've lost quite a bit of followers throughout and they have taken their experience with my response or my kind of being a little bit more aggressive. They have taken that with them. They have spread the word. They have told other people. It's made people not want to come to my cake retreat. It's made people not want to take a class with me. But what's sad is why is it okay for everyone else to grow, but I can't. And I talk about this. Um, I actually spoke about this in San Diego at my retreat, like how come it's okay for you to grow or for you to change or allow other people in your lives, but I can't. I have shown that I have on Instagram through time again, September 2018. This is 2023. And it's like people are still holding on to something old and I can't change that. And I'm not going to try. There's 
probably way too many people to reach. Now, there's some people that just don't like me that don't like me, just like they don't like Oprah, which I feel they're crazy. How do you not like Oprah? Who, who doesn't like who doesn't like Oprah and Gail? I had to take a sip of coffee. But there's people who don't. And so not that I'm Gail or Oprah, but at the same time, people just don't like people for certain reasons. Their looks, the way they sound, the way they breathe. I mean, the way you do business, the way you say things. I've always been a straight shooter. I've never been very soft and caressing in, in business because I'm a I'm a minority woman. And I've always been around Caucasian men doing big deals and big business. And I felt as though being soft in my own business would come across as I was weak. Because when you see men doing business in the workplace, they don't give a shit about feelings. They don't care about how you feel or how you receive it. I'm telling you the message, take it or leave it. And that's kind of where I got that from, because I was on the defense of, you know, as a black woman, you're never enough in the workplace. It's never enough, even in your damn personal life. I mean, we see it every day and hell, I see it at the airport when I'm just getting on the plane and I'm first class. People look at me like, what are you, what, what are you doing here in our first class? Why, why are you in group one? And so I feel as though people would say, oh, you're harsh and you're mean. It's just like, this is how I had to be built. This is how I was built. And there's a reason for it. And so though it's not an excuse, that's my, that's my reason that that's all it was. So what I can tell you, what I did learn from the workshop is you don't want to spread yourself too thin. If you spread yourself too thin and you offer too many things, it will hurt you and it will hurt your business. You always want to offer at least four and no more than four options because then it becomes, excuse me, confusing. The first thing is you need to ask yourself, what do I offer people? And how could what I offer make someone else's life better? And I would say because I'm in the cake industry or have been, you know, cakes are happy things and it makes memories and it makes people feel good. The next thing is how can people purchase what I have to offer? Those are the three main things. What do I offer or sell? How could what I sell make someone's life better? And three, how can people purchase it? There has to be a pathway to get to how to buy. The other thing is there's four P's. People, products, processes, and positioning your product. Again, people, product, processes, and positioning your product. Yes, because people buy what they understand the fastest. Let me say that again. People buy what they understand the fastest. People will come to my cake classes and say, well, I have a website and, you know, I see these other people. They're saying DM me and text me. And that's how they're taking orders because that's convenient for people because we constantly, I'm pointing at my phone, have this thing in our hand. So it's easy. What they're telling you is, I don't want to go to your website. I don't want to read. I don't want to fill out an inquiry. I don't want to hit the send button. I don't want to have to do a lot of work. That's what those people are saying, which means they don't respect your business. However, we saw when Beyonce sold tickets, look at the process and what it took to get tickets because those people really wanted what they wanted to see, which is they know what they want and they understood the assignment because it was laid out for them. Some of you are not laying out exactly what 
what to do or how to buy it from you. So I wanted to make that clear because I feel like that's a big missing mark for people is, well, people aren't buying from me. Well, are you telling them how to buy? That's why Facebook or Instagram post isn't always the best. You see people in their bios that say policies in my highlights. Why do I need to go to the highlights? I'm not going there. I don't want to. I just want to order a cake. I didn't come here for you to tell me to go read, go back, and then I got to go over here. That's the problem. You're telling me to go too many places. It's confusing. Make me go one place. Whether I read it all, that's on me as a customer. But if I have a page that says, please fill out this information, I'm getting everything I need. For those who don't have a website, what happens is people are emailing you and then you're sending them this long menu. I'm not reading that. People don't want to look at something that's extremely long. If that was the case, we'd have more college graduates in our lives or people who understand the contracts. That's not what happens. Even as myself, I'll get a contract. I'm not reading all this shit. For what? I don't want to. I'm not going to. I, I'm just here to get what I need. The other part is you want to make sure it says here that. Let me back up. You got to be clear on what it is. Let me tell you as the clearest, cleanest, easiest process in America. And that, my friend, is Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A never gets it wrong. You go, you tell them what you need. They've made the process easier. You pay before you even go to the window and ta-da, you get your food. You don't even question if the order is right in the bag. So if you start off sketchy, your customer is going to end sketchy. Let me see what it looks like along the way. What's happening? Can I see it? That's the problem. Excuse me. So yes, let's be precise. Let's be clear. And the biggest thing is you don't want to talk about yourself too much as a brand. Uh, and I know that probably sounds weird because I'm saying that, but this is what I mean. If you're on Instagram constantly saying, I'm the best, I'm better than everyone, come over here because I do X, Y, and Z, and no one else does it this way. That's talking about yourself, and that's not telling any customer that you want to help them. You're just pretty much laying out your resume. Oh, I've done this, 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 and this. Okay, but that doesn't tell me how you can help me get what I need or buy your product. So keep that in mind. There is a framework that comes with story branding, and it is basically like a superhero movie. There's a villain, and then there's a guide, and you're the guide, but you're not the hero. The customer is the hero. The customer needs something. They need something solved. The villain is the issue. You are the guide to come in and say, I can help you. I'm here to assist, I'm here to make it easier for you and get the job done. I hope that makes sense to everyone because that's truly what you are. It's also not enough to just post on Instagram with no caption. Tell me what it is. What flavor is it? What type of buttercream? Is this a birthday cake? Is this an anniversary cake? Honey, lie to me. Even if you don't know what it is, it's the Jackson wedding. Happy birthday, Timothy. I don't care, but say something. Say something. You got to tell me something. And that's another problem is some of us are actually creating our own problems, but not putting up out there and assuming that people know what to do and where to buy. Like you'll, it'll say in people's bio, no DMs. Okay. But then you don't have a contact button 
or you'll have a way for me to contact you. So how am I supposed to contact you? You don't have a website. DM me here. I don't know if you're going to see the DM. I don't know anything about it. So it's kind of like people are afraid to just send a DM. You should have a place to go. There should be a place that I can Google and look up. And there's a site with all the information. Now, the website doesn't have to be, you know, 15 tabs or 15 pages in. Honey, it could just be a one pager. If you want to order a cake, here's the inquiry. Here's the drop down. Do what you need to do. And you don't have to pay $1,500 for it if you don't want to. There's so many e easy, simplistic ways you can create a one pager. Like I said, it doesn't have to be elaborate. You can have links to your social media to look at your albums. You can have a few pictures of cake. That was the first mistake I made when I had a website. I paid like $1,500 that I did not have. My rent wasn't even $1,500 at the time. And even though I wish it was now. And then I had like 50 to 75 cake pictures. And I was like, why do I have so many cake pictures? <laughs> you can see I do good work within just a few pictures. I will also say that along the way of my journey here recently, I took a more intense cake class, more advanced cake class than I've ever taken. And it made me realize I needed better tools. The composition of my work, I feel, was very structured because I'm a very clean cut person. But it's okay to have movement in my work. It's okay to show life in that composition in the way I want it to move. And so what's happening now is I have to give a different perception of the work that I'm giving. And if you feel like you're not getting the customer base that you want, which is kind of how I was feeling, or you're not getting the attention you need, you have to really sit down and ask yourself, what am I doing? What mark am I missing that is not allowing my customers or potential customers see what I'm about because we can't see something you can't show we, we got to see something if you don't show me something we can't see it I used to say this about the clapper you know we didn't know about the clapper it only came on at night that commercial you know and they were showing the commercial when older people the elderly people were awake because they weren't asleep that's who needed that product. So they were targeting their target audience by just showing the commercial at night. The other thing is, I feel like we've gotten to this society or some of us, some people where they think getting on foot is too much. We know cold calls are one thing in sales. We know going, you know, door to door is another, those type of things are played out, but not a hundred percent. It's old school. I feel like you got to mix it with a little bit of the new school. Uh, people are doing pop-ups these days. I think the best way to make fast cash other than selling dope is going to salons and barbers and selling, you know, banana pudding, cake slices, cheesecakes, whatever it is that you have. That's the easiest way because remember cash is king all day long. I don't care what anybody says. Who doesn't want cash? It's not going anywhere. You're going to have somebody use a card and do a chargeback all day long. I mean, I wish I could take cash for everything, but you can't. So make sure that the perception, you know, I had to remember the perception that I was giving isn't really the perception I wanted to give. And when I took this, like I said, in September 2018, I thought, okay, I had to take a step back. And I made a post on my Instagram apologizing to all the people that I had hurt or maybe misunderstood me and I was taking responsibility for it, but I had already lost those people. You have people that grow with you that are loyal to you. And then you have those people that just 
got a bad experience from me and they have carried that with them. And like I said, it went back to the art, the ant farm and, and spreaded the news. Now, some of it, yes, I will say 95 or 97%, I'll take ownership on. But the other 3%, I feel like some people just never gave me a chance. You know, uh, there's people who just come to check you out and don't really care for you. And there's that too. I would also say the perception of business is I've done business with several people here locally in Dallas, Fort Worth area. And our businesses connect hand in hand as vendors. So you'll have an event planner that may always use one cake person, which there's nothing wrong with that. I've been the number one cake person for, you know, planners over the years. And it's crazy because when they go somewhere else or maybe it's the other way of someone being like, damn, they used to use me and now they use Porsche. It gives a perception that you don't want to do business with me anymore. But I think what people are forgetting is these planners are getting customers that may request someone's business specifically, or maybe they don't like your cake or maybe they were at a party and they didn't like it and they wanted something else. So it's not personal. The other thing you could say, the perception of copying, you know, we don't know everyone who has taken our work and been inspired by it or someone saw it on Pinterest or just online and given it to their cake person in Wisconsin, Alabama, Colorado. I mean, you just don't know. And sometimes people put their logos on the picture. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes as a cake planner, you just get a picture and it's really off of Pinterest. You don't know where it came from. And then, you know, whatever you do, you're posting it online. You have people who are upset that you did not tag them. I used to be one of those cake makers. You didn't give me my shout out. There is a particular person here who's remade one of my cakes specifically over and over and over and over through the years. I mean, it's not exact. It's as close as it's going to get due to skill level. That doesn't mean that the cake is ugly. I don't look as, oh, it's, you know, at first when I was young, I was like, oh, you know, he, I never got the tag. I never got the tag. And one day I thought, what does the tag do for me? It does it feed me more? Does it put more money in my bank account? Is it hurting my family or my health? And the answer was no, it wasn't affecting me. Is it a moral compass issue or is it an ego thing? Or is it both? I'm asking because people say, well, I made this. We all got ideas from somewhere. There are very few artists who whatever is in their head, they're creating and you're not going to see it anywhere else. And there are there are specific groups of people who, you know, they didn't get that shit nowhere else because they're that artistic and amazing and creative. But what I will say is, is it worth Hurting someone's feelings. I mean, yeah, that's the pot calling the kettle black, but we're not there anymore. That's not the perception that I have. The question is, is it worth hurting another artist's feelings because you didn't get a tag? And let's say you do get the tag. What is it going to do? It's going to be bring people to just look at your page. It doesn't mean you're going to get a follow. It doesn't mean you're going to make a dollar. That's the other thing. The perception that you're giving when you post something like that, you know, or look at me, this didn't happen. I mean, it could go either way and everyone's different. There's not a wrong way. I'm not calling anyone out. It's just for me where I'm at, it doesn't matter. Someone could copy the same cake or three of my cakes right now and never tag me and I can see it and it wouldn't matter. Let me tell you why. 
I had online classes for years and there's people who took my classes and they learned so much from them. I see them making reels from stuff that I came up with that nobody else was doing years and 10 years ago when I came on the scene on social media. And I can't track all those people down. I can't be like, I know where you got that from. What type of crazy person would I look like if I did that? So if you don't want anybody to copy, you just can't put it out there. If you're going to be that upset about not getting a tag, I mean, I'm drilling it down to just a tag. And you can agree to disagree because when someone does copy your art, I understand it, it, it may sting a little bit, but I think with time, you'll realize it's not that serious. I mean, look at jeans. You see Khloe Kardashian has skims. You see a lot of other lingerie lines. They're not going online saying she took this idea from us. Girdles have been around for years. We've literally just changed the name from girdles to shapewear to Spanx to now skims. And so think about it that way. It's just a big recycling bin is what it is. We're all doing watercolor. We're all using florals. We're all using acrylics. We're all doing pretty much the same thing in different colors. And so you can't call each person out for copying that. I mean, we're all using the same supplies, just in different shapes and colors. And then you also have people, you have to remember the perception of come here. This is what you're going to learn, which is a great message. But you also have to remember what perception you're giving when you post. Some people just post, post, post pictures. We see that all the time, but you're like, damn, what does the person look like? That's giving them, me the perception that you don't want me to see what you look like because you don't like how you look or you ha don't like your teeth or you feel some type of way just in general of your looks. And I don't think you should feel that way because I want to see who I'm doing business with. So those are just a few things. Remember, be the guide. You're not the hero and you're not the villain. You're there to take your customer along this journey and make this cake making process easier and make them feel secure. Again, you don't want to offer more than four items, especially at a pop-up shop. When I say four, I'm not meaning just one cake, one sort of cake slice of brownie. I'm saying you can do slices, brownies, cupcakes, and cheesecakes. Now I'm not saying you can't make extensions off of those, but you don't want to go too far where someone comes up and they're just overwhelmed. It's like when you go to the cheesecake factory, you're just like, what happened? The Cheesecake Factory has too much. It's overwhelming. So look at your menu and figure it out. The other part is be proud of where you are. Show that. Get rid of any of your old posts, your holiday posts, your old posts, posts of your kids, posts of your husband, because we didn't come to see all that. We just came to see the work and some personality. And uh, there's nothing wrong with showing a little variety of who you are because people eat with their eyes and their visuals. So I hope that helps somebody out there. Make sure that you have a clear pathway on how to pay or how to order. Because if you don't have a buy now, buy here, order here button, people don't know where to go. People don't know what to do. And as quickly as they get confused is as quickly as they will go somewhere else and buy somewhere else. That's why it's always easier for people to text orders. I don't want to text an order. That's not how I do business because things can get confusing and misconstrued. However, don't confuse the customer. Case in point, we see people online. They want you to follow their personal page. They, they have another business. Uh, come watch me do this. Come over here. I also do this. I'm also doing this. Come over here and see this. 
And it's like, well, girl, where do you want me to go? You're confusing the customer because me watching you is still a customer. You may offer one thing, but what is all this other stuff? It's okay to offer more than one. But when you're constantly changing and moving directions and telling me to go here and go there, you're intertwining the lanes on the highway, which means you're basically making me weave in and out of the lanes, which means it looks like I don't know where I'm going. So make sure you direct people on where they need to go. It's funny because I brought up copying. It's like, you know, we copy people's haircuts. We buy some of the same clothes at the same places at Target, but yet we're not calling each other out for that. Especially when a customer ordered it and they don't care where it came from. They're just ordering what they want to order. Why are we taking it an extra step like someone is doing something to us? That's a really good question that I thought of. So, yes, you're not the main character. You are the guide to help people get to what they need to make it easier. That's how this works. I hope that helps someone. You know, uh, you don't want to have too much verbiage because people aren't reading it. Make it clean. Make it clear. Make it concise. Because I'm telling you, if you have two people send in, if I go to someone's website and I email two people and both people email me back and one person has a slew of words in a menu that's so confusing that goes beyond the question that I ask. And then I have the second person email me and it's like this and it answers specifically what my question was. I'm going to go with this person, even though the price is higher because you confuse the hell out of me by giving me too much information. That is my time for the PK project today. I hope to help someone in their business, the perception of business, what to do, what not to do. I hope a few of these tips help. And of course, I will always be back to help anyone who needs it. Thank you for tuning in to another PK project podcast, everyone.